thoughts are in my head again, head again All these thoughts running through my brain and out the door With we dumb insane, with we numb in the pain But you can see all the things I'm going through With we dumb insane, with we numb in the pain But you can see all the shit I'm going through No, 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 no I have no pain inside No, 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 no. I bleed to feel alive see you there welcome to second episode of i swear i'm funny where i talk about what it's like being a comedian in this day and age i guess i don't fucking know being a small time comedian in atlanta you know so to preface there's a lot of things i see online and there's one major one that comes up that's like how do i know if my jokes are funny dude you fucking don't dog like, these jokes you're about to hear, I had no idea if they were funny or not. I hoped they were. And I was like, fuck, dude, some of this shit is kind of dumb. And then, since I have an hour and a half drive after work to get there, I, like, go over in my head, okay, this is what I talk about. And then, I'll record pieces of thoughts and be like, oh, fuck, I gotta add this. And then next thing you know, I got to add this. I got to change this around. So by the time I get there, I get to the back of the club. I'm with all the other comedians. And a main thing is, like one of the main things, hang out with the comedians, talk to them. Y'all are all trying to do the same thing. You're all trying to be funny. So I'm talking to people and then there's about an hour before I go on. So I'm sitting here, I'm writing down stuff and the jokes I went with throw out the fucking door and I went so far over five minutes I got the fucking cue music again they changed the light on me it used to be red now it's white threw me the fuck off I didn't know where to look so so I mean January 9th set let's listen and then talk to you after What's up, everybody? Hey. Somebody said that pretty nice. I liked it. All right, so there's a lot of homeless material, and here's some more, right? But I wrote it down, as you can tell, right? So I don't believe in ghosts. You guys believe in ghosts? Yes. Yes. We'll get to that later, and I'm being honest, right? I think behind every ghost story is probably a, just a homeless person, right? I mean... I love Atlanta, but I hate homeless people. I don't wish any harm to them. I just wish they were so goddamn creepy, right? Because just the other day, I was here two weeks ago. I'm in my car. I'm pulling my jacket out. My back's turned. I see a glimpse. What the fuck is that? Right? So I pull my jacket out, and this homeless person just peers out of fucking nowhere. Hey, man. God damn. I'm like, God, God damn. Well, I like to assume he came up to me like the cartoon. <laughs> right? It was like. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, so he yells at me, I yell at him, I go, God damn. And then he runs away scared that I yelled at him, but he's yelling, I don't work here! It was a standalone parking lot. Nobody works here! And I have never accidentally thought a homeless person worked anywhere. 
Maybe for laughing at my laughter. But, but it's like, I get why they're crazy. They're alone with their thoughts all day long. If you're alone with your thoughts for five minutes, don't you have an existential crisis? Oh, well, I guess we should go see a psychiatrist. Thank you. It's very informative. Right? But honestly, I think behind most ghost stories is like some homeless dude named like fucking Boo Boo or some shit. Right? Could you think of a better homeless name? I thought Boo Boo. There's Boo Boo out there. Because they never tell you their name, and I'm never going to fucking ask a homeless person. Right? But it's like, think about it. Ghosts do the most mundane shit. It's always some old lady's house, and she's always watching Matlock, and she's like, I heard the cabinets in the kitchen open. I looked over. There's nobody there! It's like, oh shit, not the cabinets! Those fucking savages! But the camera on those shows never pans out to see Boo Boo running away. I don't work here! <laughs> they were just looking for a dollar! What'd you guys think, huh? So I have some notes, but first, let me finish the set. So I'll only give a homeless person a dollar for them to leave me alone. They essentially are selling me my alone time. It's like paying a prostitute and then jerking yourself off. Probably in front of them. That'd be weird if you paid a prostitute and then you just pulled over to the other side of the road and they're like, why are you yelling? Be like, you're not a part of this. But I mean, they still always ask for a dollar with inflation. You guys heard that thing. I kind of fucked it up a little bit, but they still fell for it. But what's a dog going to get them? What drugs are they buying? If they have a male drug dealer, I guess they could split the difference with a blowjob. But what if their drug dealer is a woman, right? You think you'd get a discount and eat her out? I'd, ha like, I'd have to set my phone to vibrate and have a friend to keep calling me to even get close. You know what I mean? And... I don't know if homeless people think their ghosts are invisible. I just know you never lock eyes with one. You suddenly hate yourself and every decision you made up to that point because you know they're about to freak out. You can see me, but it doesn't come out that it comes like, ah, give me a dollar, right? And then uh, one of the craziest things I've seen was this homeless guy sitting there on the side of the street and he was struggling and mumbling. I was like, clearly this dude's just fucked up, right? But I get closer and he's taking a shit, right? And then we lock eyes and I'm stunned. And then I'm just watching. I'm watching this motherfucker poop. I have no idea what to do. So I had to give him a dollar because some people pay more than that. So on to notes. Uh, for some reason, I always start off with a question. I don't know why, right? People believe in ghosts. I, I, I still, I, I, I don't fucking get it. Do you believe in ghosts? Person listening, whoever you are, do you believe in them? It makes no sense to me. I did forget a big part there, and then I note that I thought the parking lot was empty, right? But the whole thing that's supposed to spawn into the homeless people or ghosts was... I never believed in ghosts before. The closest I got was the parking lot across the street. I once thought it was haunted. I turn around, you know, that sort of thing. And then 
when I talk about the guy creeping up to me, I literally did that sneaking motion where you like bend your arms and you put your hands up, kind of like you're going to do the kicking crane, but then you just do that weird like high knee stepping. Like I did that when I was talking about that crap. They, they liked it, so it was whatever. And that whole part, true story, homeless dude yelled at me. I went, ah, god damn, because he scared me. And then he yelled at me that he didn't work in a standalone parking lot, which I was like, this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm writing it down. So I could have worded the existential crisis better. And I'm going to circle back to that later because I think that's hilarious, especially with everybody nowadays saying that uh nowadays now a days saying that everybody's like on antidepressants and shit so and i mean every ghost story is the same shit right it's always cabinets and other like mundane boring shit you know and i really think if ghosts were real they would be naked that that makes sense to me if you believe in ghosts, which doesn't make sense to me, and then you try to debate me on whether clothes die or not, get the fuck out of here. And then uh, when I talk about knocking stuff down at waist height, I put the microphone like it was my junk, so that's why they laughed. Yeah, I'm very, very high class humor here, right? And then the dad joke, dude, I had to do it. I had to. But then I called it out because... My one friend's like, dad joke, seriously? I was like, dude, that's why I called it out immediately after, right? So, the part with the lady clapped, the lady clapped after the dad joke. And I was like, I don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if that's because she thought I was funny or if she really thought I was, oh, well, he's trying. So, I had to call it out. Um, but what the economy is for a dollar is the worst sentence that goes to the show. Just go out there and have fun. Seriously. Get out there. Have fun. The crowd loves interaction, as you can tell. My jokes, honestly, I don't think they're that bad. But, boy, they were not my best. And the crowd laughed. And I was just up there. I was having fun. I was being stupid. Because there's no fucking point of doing this if you're not going to have fun. Right? So, just get up there and have fun. If your jokes suck, they suck. Who cares? Nobody cares. No matter how well I did during this, because people did actually like this. And then since I always have notes on me, I think that's my thing now. Because I go off stage, right? It's the end of the show. And there's people that are like, oh, you did great. Oh, I loved your set. Oh, are those papers real? Or is that part of your act? And there were multiple, ah, there were multiple people asking if the papers were part of my act and I was like well technically because they have my jokes on them so everybody laughed and then everybody got a laugh again but if you bomb people are still like oh man that was a good set because you had the fucking balls to go up there they didn't have the balls to go up there right and everybody's just there to have a good time there are shit crowds though and I have had shit crowd and I have an idea if I do a shitty if I bomb or I have a shitty crowd, I have such a good idea that it's actually not going to bother me. It usually does. Because I drove back from this set 
fucking sky high. I was fucking confidence through the roof because everybody after the set was like, oh my god, you're so good. Oh, you wrote their shit down on a paper. I thought that was part of your act. They don't sound they don't sound that country or whatever, but yeah. Thanks for listening. Honestly, this set should show you you can do it because yeah, my jokes were not that great, but people laugh, so honestly, try it. And I'm going to leave you off with a hard song by O Sleeper. And the song at the beginning was Palais Royale, Death Dance. That was a good song, too. Thanks for listening. Make way